Happy Monday, friends. And this is episode 10 of Outside the Party. And my guest this week is the incomparable Jared Mitchell. I uh, had a great time getting to know him a little bit better. I like I say it uh, almost every episode, but I, I love getting a chance to have these long-form discussions with people. And uh, just getting to yeah get into the meat of who they are as people and I, I love that and I hope um, those of you listening get to appreciate it as well. So we're gonna we're gonna blaze right into the this episode um, because I'm recording this the night before it gets released and it's late at night and I need to get this uploaded. So <laughs> uh, let's get right into episode 10 of Outside the Party with Jared Mitchell. Yes, I can do like an hour and I gotta get going. Okay, sounds good. So we'll, we'll jump right into it. Okay. So my guest this week is the incomparable Jared Mitchell. I remember you at uh, one of the the, I guess, would be my fourth show I would I would have ever done, which was that uh, that terrible terrible show at uh, at Deb's uh, for um, Jam Easy's. Uh, uh, comedy kegger. Oh, the kegger, yeah. Remember? Remember? Oh my god, I did. The like whole a... audience was just my friends. Oh, <laughs> all your friends hated me. Yes, <laughs> yes, they, 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 it was, uh... I had a bad night. I remember I powerbombed the stage and my hip hurt for a month. Yeah, you, you fully, you fully got, you got air and yeah. you hit hard. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. And then I saw you the next time you had a limp. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. It was hard to get out of bed more than usual. Because of that, yeah. <laughs> you can sit back, relax. It's a sensitive mic. You don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah, yeah. This is a, this is a comfy, comfy, comfy couch. Yeah, but it it, it was fun because then uh, it was a good introduction to you because it's it's like is he that guy all of the time? <laughs> and then it was it was interesting to like actually get to know you. Realize, oh no, he's he, like that's just his his character on stage. That's a the, it's it's a heightened version of yourself. Yeah, right? that's kind of the way to put it. Yeah, it's a heightened version, right? Like honestly, sometimes I actually kind of get like that off stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's uh it, it's mostly when I'm wasted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But I'm not. As yeah, with everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's definitely an exaggerated version of myself. Although, like, I do feel a lot more free when I get to be that version of myself. You know, as like as most of us. It's almost like uh, it's it's almost like a a childlike uh in, incarnation of yourself, right? Yeah. It's just un unbridled everything, unbridled emotion, unbridled uh i guess intensity into yeah. what you're what you're doing right it's like, like those fucking they have like you know how they have like those escape rooms they also have those rooms where you get to just destroy shit yes <laughs> yes know? rage rooms right yeah, that's what they call it yeah it's my rage room when i'm up there, yeah you know what i mean because there's like i mean i'm not gonna say there's no consequence because if i pull like a kramer freak out there's definitely some consequences yes yes but i mean it feels as though there's a bit more license to just kind of yeah up there right and yeah like well see i it's funny i think you you go into on stage whatever your your optimal state or the thing you the the kind of space you enjoy most because your enjoyment communicates to the audience and then yes. they are enjoying it right yeah. that's what that's what you need you you need to have that kind of like consistent feedback 
on on how and and the, when you're in the moment you you get to kind of form that that feedback loop of get, getting their response that feeds your response yes. and then you go into your 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 funnest state i i know that's not a word but whatever it, uh it, no, it, it's, it's the perfect way to put it though right because that funnest state you mentioned is yeah. basically what translates how you're delivering that joke to that audience and it could be a great joke but it, like you said if you're not having fun yeah you're not gonna have fun with it either if you're I, just like me I just try and go with like I've had sets where I've just been like been down and angry and like that's kind of how it comes across like the the material still gets a laugh but it's not the laugh it should get yeah. because you have to perform you have to bring them on the journey with you right yeah. you got to be a silly goose like <laughs> that's that's the word I've been going for and I, I've I've been I've been saying the word giggle a lot like that's my goal is just like if you can think back on on seeing me on on stage you know, two weeks from now, you're in the shower or whatever, and you, you, you just, I'm like, you, you just giggle. You just giggle. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's it, that's it. Or a quiet moment. Like, it doesn't have to be in the shower, but if you're naked, it helps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, helps my idea of what, how well I do. Usually, you know? <laughs> it pops in my head once all my clothes are off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'm a man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, yeah man, it's like... Uh... It's that delivery is so important, right? Sometimes that package can be, like, damaged in transit, you know? Like, maybe you got, like, a box of wine glasses and someone fucking dropped it and now you can't tell their wine, beautiful wine glasses yeah. anymore, you know? It's, yeah. It's so fucking important. And actually, this past week has been, like, huge for me in that sense in that I put a lot more emphasis into how I deliver things and the results, like, came through right the fuck away because I know... A big problem for me was talking too fast up there. Yeah, you you do go a little more motor mouth sometimes. Is that is that like a is that a uh, it's a nervousness nervous thing? Yeah, tick, that's a. Man. I would do the same thing in like elementary school when you do like speeches, right? You know, you think you have like ten minutes of material and you're just like, and then you're through in fifty seconds. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. You know? but, well, that, um, and then that's the thing that you, that I've learned over you know the time I've been doing stand up is. It's really important to let the the audience breathe and let them and let them process because uh, a lot of the even though a lot of the stuff I do now and this seems I I'm sure this will end up being like my voice or whatever whatever I, a lot of the stuff I do it, it's like I'll talk about a serious subject but I'll just be silly about it right yes. I just I like yeah. being silly about things and so a lot of the times in order to get there the things I'll say they'll have layers to them yes. and so they have to think about Those, them just yes. to be able to get along with my train of thought and so if i don't if i speak too quickly i don't give them a chance to process right and then and then i'll say the punchline and then i'll get a laugh 45 seconds later because they thought about it and then now they understand right exactly and if you don't think about that because at first i'm like why don't they get what i'm saying yeah why don't they get my thoughts yeah but it's fucking and shout out to ethan o'reilly and sam tetzos because they said exactly what you said which was let them breathe right because i was looking for a way um, to remember that in a way that resonated with me, right? Yeah. I kept saying, let them digest it, blah, 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 but it wouldn't stick in my head. And for some reason, let them breathe worked for me because it sounded like I was murdering them if I wasn't letting... It felt like I was putting yeah. pillows over old people's faces. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So yeah. It's yeah, shout out to... I, I don't know Ethan that well, but shout out to Sam because he's, uh, he's a good guy to perform with because he's... He's all he writes a lot. Yes. So like when you see him and he's got new shit, it's like it, it kind of fuels you to want to get more stuff out. And then like I, I really like now that I've been doing it for for uh, I guess in a, in a week or so, it'll be a year. But um, now that I've been doing it for long enough that I realize that it's so important who you hang out with mm. to fuel your creativity. Like mm. you have to be around other people who 
kind of have the same uh, work ethic as you. Yes. Right? Like, so if you're hanging out with someone who does the same jokes all the time and they're never really writing, if you come up with one new joke every couple of weeks, like, you're killing it in comparison to mm-hmm. them, right? But if you're around a guy who's, like, constantly writing, as he always has a notebook, he's scribbling down thoughts all of the time, that's, like, if you're not doing that, you feel inadequate, yes. and that pushes you so yes, much more. it drives you, right? And, and that, that's so important. talking to those people, too, because the ones who are constantly creating, I notice they have a tendency to talk less about pe- people and talk more about ideas, you know? You're like, you'll meet those fucking... I love shooting the shit on a premise. Like, yeah. if someone... I, like, so if I'll sit with people who I respect as comedians, I'll just be like... So you guys, you got any new promises you're working out? Like, mm-hmm. you, like, cause wh- what else are you gonna kill the time during the show? You're gonna watch other people's sets? <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> you know how many? If we were to do that, you know how many fucking sets I'd have to goddamn watch? You know? Yeah. That, that's yeah. one thing. Like, it, it would, it would fucking. It, I was it would like make that when go. I first started, dude. Uh, Why didn't you watch my set? There we go. Are you good? We're yeah, good. no, I just I had it on the wrong setting, so the audio will be a little bit messed up at the it's, beginning. But it's all good. My it's voice good, yeah. loud as shit. I'm yeah, sure it'll it carry. Up. It'll <laughs> carry. Yeah. It Unfortunately, it carries. You know, I'm that dude that says the fucked up thing in the restaurant. And I'm like, why does it always go silent every time I speak? Not yeah. realizing I probably just well, you, drowned out everything. But you have that, like, I have this too. Certain people have voices that they just sort of cut through the sound, yeah. right? Like, and it's I have that. Barrel house. Yeah, That's and you have that called, ability right? to project, and you can just cut through yeah. all of the other. Th- and then, it, it, which is good, like at uh, and bad, like in a dinner party situation, it's great because like mm-hmm. everyone kind of looks at you because they're like, oh, this guy's talking now, right? But also, if you're trying to be like on the down low and you forget to whisper, you, you, you like people hear it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly, I can't think of any dinner party situations. <laughs> I can't imagine me going, "Hey, I'm at the dinner party." Yeah. Shiraz, yeah. some shit. Whatever. Here's the, the hostess gift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I grew up with that type of family. We went to a lot of dinner parties. Uh, yeah. You went to a lot of bars growing up, man. Fucking, I spent most of my childhood in bars, dude. Fucking, I remember when they had peanuts in barrels and shit when I was a kid. You could just like grab five guys everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was bars, man. You yeah. could just grab peanuts and shit. Like, I someone, I don't know. Apparently, it was like a sanitary thing, but like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it's a bar, you know. It's I remember when Love they peanuts. had to build the glass for like the smoking section, and then like a month later, they just banned smoking altogether and shit. I remember my parents always used to go in the smoking section and I would like watch them through like an exhibit, you know, and they'd be like, puff, blowing yeah. smoke against it yeah. and shit. Yeah. Like a zoo animal. Oh, god damn yeah, it. That's fun. <laughs> Alright, so this rolls right into our my my first question, which will get super intense right off the top, and then we'll we'll go through like a little roller coaster of emotion yes, all the way through. Yes. So, right off the top, I just want you to tell me about uh, uh-huh. and, and knowing a bit about you, I, I'm sure you have a great story for this. Can you tell me about the worst day of your life? Worst day of my life. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's probably when I got arrested. That's probably, that was a pretty crazy day. That sounds like a good start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's crazy too. It's a whole like chain of events, man. But, uh, this was in, fuck, I must've been in like grade 11. It was probably around November at the time. 
So fucking uh, my nice friend and chilly. And I, and I right, right, nice and chilly. A shitty time to get arrested and fall off a building. You know what I mean? Those are bad times. I, okay, all right. I I, I'm on board for this story. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I, I didn't fall off a building in this story, yeah. but I'm for every time I'm on a balcony on a cold day, I'm like, it would suck extra to fall right now because I'd just be freezing. Or if it was and the raining, ground's you know? so much harder. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Dude. Yeah. And even like, if you help, aim for, <laughs> even if you aim for grass, it's still gonna feel like concrete. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's little needles now it's all sewing needles that i've fucking fallen on yeah like yeah. the dude in aladdin who lays on the bed of things but yeah. um but yeah arrested uh so fucking uh my friend and i i was at loblaws uh during school regular or super center this is relevant for this the story this was regular Loblaws. Okay, regular yeah Loblaws. this is a regular blue if it collar. was a super center completely changes the story oh totally yeah. totally it's a whole other story but this is blue collar just Johnny Lunch Pail, like you and me, man. Yeah. Regular old blah blahs, alright? Uh, fucking, uh, so we're on our way back, and I grab my two bike brownies, and then we see a book on the ground, and we're like, oh, what's this book? And it has a bunch of phone numbers in it. So we're like, let's make some prank calls at lunch. But the thing is, is that we didn't all have cell phones. We had a rich friend who had a cell phone. So we were <laughs> like, hey, let's use your phone to make prank calls. And, and he like, just wanted to belong, so he's like, yeah, sure. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all, Nick? You know, yeah, but that's exactly what fucking happened. So he's like, yeah, okay. So we're making calls on it, just being assholes. And I, you know, I made a call that maybe I insinuated that maybe there were some bombs under the CN Tower. You know, when you're 16, <laughs> you know, you do things without thinking about it. Ten years ago, actually. I'm fucking... That was uh, ten years ago now. So <laughs> fucking, um... So, yeah, did that, and then we all had a good lark, you know, yeah. as you do. And then the day goes cradle. on, you know, live my day as usual. And then we go, after school, we like to go hang out at our rich friend's house, all right? And he lives in this big fucking mansion on a hill with all these steps and shit. And we're, we're going in the house, and as we're going in, a cop car drives by, and my one friend makes a joke. She's like, hey, Jared, you know, maybe they're here for you. And I'm like, yeah, fuck off, you know what I mean? That's, that's in the past now. We're done with it. So if this was a movie, that would be called foreshadowing. Yes, <laughs> for all the folks at home. <laughs> uh, so fucking, I I go downstairs and he's got one of those rich people basements too, where it's not even a basement; it's just more house. It's like a walk-in, like yeah, insane. It's fucking insane, dude. And fucking, uh, fucking, I'm down there, and then I hear upstairs, all I hear is like, "You missing calls from this number?" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I take a look up, and I see these cops and shit. And, like, obviously, first instinct is, like, all right, there's totally a back door. I'm just running out there. And yeah. I guess I'm going to Mexico now. But, you know, fucking... From Canada. Not... Yeah. <laughs> so... It's a quick jog. Fuck you. I'm two countries over. You know what I mean? That makes it all that much more difficult, yeah. motherfucker. Uh, so, the, but then, you know what I mean? Clarity sets in. And I'm like, no, nah, you know. I go up there, and I'm like, hey, this was all my idea. I, I felt bad, you know what I mean? That my friend's yeah. getting interrogated there. So, I'm like, this is all me, guys. This is totally all me they like i remember they asked me a basic question like what classes do you take and i was so shitting nervous my pants i remember being like <laughs> i had no answer for Latin. whatsoever wait they took that out of the curriculum <laughs> <laughs> so 
they cuffed me, and uh, <laughs> they started walking me down the steps of the house, and because it was so many steps, and I was an emo kid too, I was like wearing black eyeliner at the time and shit, I had like the hair spiked up in the back and swooped in the front, and they're just taking me down these steps, and I see all these people coming you, out their front doors. So you doors. looked like a, like a poster for like, don't do bad things. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah, don't do drugs kid, this is your mind on drugs. Yeah, so... Yeah. Oh my god, all these people I see them it's coming It's weird how, like, how drugs get, get, get associated with a lot of hair gel. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if I had done drugs, I wouldn't have even made those calls. Yeah. That's the crazy thing, you know? It should be do drugs, not prank phone calls. I, yes, yes. I would have just been You have high. a different passion. <laughs> yeah, man, and I'm scared to talk on the phone when I'm high. I yeah. wouldn't have done any of that shit, right? Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> So, yeah, they walk me down. I see those people come out of their houses. I'm like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. They throw me in the back seat where there's no leg room whatsoever. Really? No leg room. Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? Where my fucking You're a pretty lanky guy. You're going. a pretty lanky guy, too. Yeah. I worked it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they read me my Miranda rights. You know, the whole, like, you have the right to remain silent. I'm like, I can't That's believe fine. this is happening right now. So then they take me to the police station. How have you not done this on stage? I gotta figure out a way to park. I did it yeah. once actually, one time at Rusty Nail. Well, because it, it's 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 a rich store, yeah, right? There's a be... lot of different beats throughout it. Mm. I mean, like it would just take a bit of massaging to add the the jokes, like the add mm. like the levity throughout. Because it could be you could be very serious, right? But yeah, it sounds like a great like that's. It wouldn't be a short bit. That would probably be like ten minutes, like for you to just oh, do yeah. that story, right? The whole thing. Yeah, but like you, every every minute, uh, every minute or so, like you add a, add a joke, a tangent, right? And then there's yes. just, it's a nice little. No. Well, funny thing is, I actually haven't told this story in a while. That's cool. <laughs> you know, That's yeah. cool. It feels fresh again. Getting yeah. arrested. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, they bring me into the station, they take me to, like, the back cave of the police station, because they go around it, and I'm like, what is going on? And then they go, like, down this tunnel that goes to, like, this fucking garage door, and they take me in underground, and it's, like, they have, like, all these cop cars and shit, like, it kind of reminded me of the Christian Bale back cave, where it's, like, that white room with, like, all his tools and vehicles and yeah, shit. Yeah, the one where, after the mansion gets destroyed, yeah. it's just, like, like, underneath that the one, the one they thing. flood and shit you know yeah yeah, yeah fucking uh, except it was like shitty and cementy and shit but uh brought me in and then they fucking they took my laces out of my shoes and out of my sweater so I wouldn't go like I'll get you motherfucker and like uh, choke him out or something. I would shit. really be so upset about the sweater the part. sweater pissed me off because how do you I, get it back in I had to take scissors and cut along the hood so I could pull the string through pull it down pull it through and it was just a pain in the ass Nick alright I, I, I want to like send it back to the police force and yeah. be, like fix my sweater and have them I, email I, 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 <laughs> this is a weird story but I did that once with uh with with one of my my girlfriend's friends uh what's it called uh bikini top she happened to leave it on a chair and i went to grab it and i i grabbed the the thing but it happened to catch on something so i pulled one of the strings through oh through the, the bikini top and then I, I had to get like a wire hanger and spend like hours trying to feed it back through couldn't do it just e-transfer for yeah, for the cost of the honestly i just, was like i am i apologize yeah but i did not do it intentionally. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't got little hands like those kids making the bikini top sweaters, right? <laughs> well, they, they, I think they also lay out the, the thing and then sew around it. Mm -hmm. So then they have, they have that extra depth 
um, but I did not have my bread <laughs> on hand. <laughs> yeah, the sweatshop yeah. was like three hours away. It's just yeah, too much work. That's interesting, and that, I I guess that was. Did you uh, did that like experience kind of shift shift you and like you went a little bit more straight edge for a while, like mm. or, or or did it did you like double down after? No, that? I just got better at deceiving people. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Um, well, it's not even over yet though. Yeah. Ended my friends, so they brought me in. They fucking patted me down. They put all my stuff in an evidence bag. I know when they patted me down, he slapped my ass. It was a power move. I yeah. know he did. All right. <laughs> he, he, people can say whatever the fuck they want. Was there a wake or uh... it was poop, 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 poop. You're done. All right. Done. I'm like, what was that? But whatever. So then they it's put like me a in... football initiation. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good game. Great. Good game. I'm, a, I'm a prisoner now. Good call. Okay, Good call. Slap Good call. ass. <laughs> Good crime. So fucking, uh, they put me in the interrogation room, and honestly, dog, I felt awful about the whole thing, because I was like, I feel like I'm wasting police resources here, right. you know, I feel like none of this had to happen, maybe they could be out fighting bad guys, so I was cooperating apparently too much, because after a while, I'm waiting in that fucking interrogation room for like two hours, my dad comes in, and he's like, Jared, yo, they don't think you feel any remorse for the crime, and I'm like, what? No, of course I feel bad, you know, I'm cooperating, he's like, no, no, no. But they're saying you're not showing emotion, and you kind of come off like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So you were just like, we're doing this now. Whatever you need, whatever yeah. you just kind of depersonalized from it. And it's like, I understand that we need to go through this. Yeah. However, it's like I'm not gonna pull like a fucking like live PD and just you motherfuckers. You know, I know <laughs> I fucked up. So he's like, you gotta show emotion, all right? And I'm like. Alright. You know? <laughs> so, like, they're gonna come back in and you gotta, can like, you give cry. me some tweezers so I can start crying <laughs> yeah. and start fucking. <laughs> well, I started thinking about all the things. So I was thinking, like, yo, John Lennon's dead and that bums me out. You know, my lizard just died and, like, all these things that were dying in my life. You know? No, that's <laughs> you did, like, method acting. Yeah. Like, like I went Jared processes. on this shit. However, you were already in the situation where you should have been feeling those emotions, but you were just like, I need to make myself feel bad in this bad situation. Exactly. And that's when I knew I was ready for a life in showbiz. Yeah, you know, you're a performer. Yeah. yeah, man. So I started bawling my eyes Right, that out. is a little Hannibal Lecter-ish, though, because it's like, it's like, what would a human do in this situation? Yeah! <laughs> like, All right, time to feel, right? Okay, so... and five, four, three, two, one. So that's how long we were supposed to take in between words. <laughs> <laughs> they brought like this chief in, and before they brought the chief in, they're like, alright, when the chief comes in, you say, yes, chief, no chief, maybe chief, you know, all that shit. And I'm like, simple enough. As soon as he comes in, I'm so stupid. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I really fucked up and I feel bad. And he's staring at me, and I'm like, chief, you know, I've completely fucked that up already, but talk to him and he's like, all right, you little fucking punk, you know, you little white punk, punk piece of shit. <laughs> he's, he's like telling me, he's like, all right, so we have a thing called like the second chance program where fucking, uh, you do a certain number of hours of community service and like an essay and then you fucking, they can erase it from your shit. The cryptic thing he told me was though, he's like, but if you offend again, we'll bring it all back. And in my head, even at the time, I'm like, I don't even know if that's legal. Can you even do that? But I don't even know. But so anywho. Well, you were probably underage, right? What, at the time 16, I was, yeah. 16? So, I don't so think it's legal. What, what, what he's talking about is, I think if you're, un, if you're a minor and you commit a crime, like, it's on your record, and then if you don't do anything within a certain period of time, everything gets expunged. Yeah, right? yeah, but yeah. But if you, if you you do something in that certain window then they can bring that back and still charge you for it like 
It's a whole thing. Which is like I did so many. I know too much stuff, that. man. I know <laughs> there's too much. Like, what? When am I gonna? Nick Master. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. I did it on stage. It's funny. It like just me telling the truth gets a laugh just because yeah. of how ridiculous it is. <laughs> I, sometimes I'll go off on stage with like. I just graduated with summa cum laude from McMaster University <laughs> with a degree in actuarial financial mathematics. Then I'm holding the microphone. I wait a beat, and then I just go. Now I'm doing this. <laughs> like, and it always gets a laugh because it's just like, what? What are you it's doing like, what here? Are you like, doing? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Shouldn't you be at a desk? Shouldn't you? Have, shouldn't you have benefits right now? Frank, shouldn't you be not here? Yeah. <laughs> doing something fucking that makes you money. You yeah. yeah, yeah, but, it's um, fun. But yeah, I, I, so I did that community service shit, but it's actually really good, man. I worked at a youth center and actually I continued to work with them like after that because it was just kind of nice, you know, uh, making like drums out of garbage cans for like kids and shit. I yeah. actually enjoyed that. Um, but I remember the essay, I remember fucking the day it was due, I'd forgotten up until then. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So I typed it all like last minute in the school library. And if I didn't have that fucking 10 cents, that goddamn dime, I wouldn't have been able to print it. But I remember doing it, handing it to the lady. I remember her looking at it and being like, wow. Turning the page, she's like, wow. I can tell you would put a lot of time into this. <laughs> and I'm like, of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, course, the guilt, yes, yes. The guilt you should me. see the first three drafts. <laughs> <laughs> Even more tears, but you know, I didn't. I, I don't think. Yeah, I actually, I had to throw out the first one because it was so covered in tears. Yeah, so, and yeah. I don't think I, I really got my point across well mm -hmm. in the first one, so mm -hmm. it took me another couple to just to get the narrative right. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it had to be a fifty-pager at least. Needed right? more character development. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. the Jared character. I feel like he needed a little bit more depth. People weren't we understanding his together. his motivations. <laughs> <laughs> But the crazy thing is, dude, the crazy fucking thing is, is that none of that would have happened. Because, like, if... So everything, if you look back on it, is a weird chain of events, man, you know? And none of this would have happened if I had just brought my $5 initially to get my two-bite brownies. Because that morning, my first class was ComTech. And that was this little one of those classes where they give you a camera and they're like, go film shit. And, like, being a dirtbag teenager, you're like, yeah. And then you just go smoke pot and destroy shit, you know? So we went out that morning and we went up to Loblaws my friend Lee and I, and fucking, uh, I went to get some two-bite brownies, and I'm like, crap, I left my $5 in class. So I had to go back to class, go to my second class, drop my stuff off, and then go back to Loblaws, get the brownies, and that's where I saw my friend, and we found that book. So if uh, I had just brought that $5 initially, it's like butter that day would have happened. It's like butterfly effect. It's like, exactly. exactly. Three of the things to get to that one thing, yeah. All because of the brownies. That's crazy. All because of the fucking brownies. And now I hate those brownies. Not because of that day exactly, but because my friend worked in the factory, and like, it's just awful. It's bad. Uh, it's so bad. They're so good, though. They <laughs> they're taste, so good. They taste like happiness. But, but you know what's scary, though? You know how they have like that greasy kind of a shine to them? Yeah. You know what I mean? So apparently, there's like, there's like a mixing room full of these jacked motherfuckers who just hang over the vat, just mixing it nonstop. And apparently, they're just huge motherfuckers, and they sweat into the chocolate, all right? They sweat into it. And part of me wonders now if, like, is that why they're so glistening and full of glaze? Is the sweat <laughs> of these jacked... Filipino dudes just no, 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 like those guys in see like, th that would bother me however like <coughs> I do cook a lot and so like when I do make things by hand like that's just part of it right and I, I'm sure that's just Blood, sweat, flavor tears, dude. you know yeah, it's just yeah, flavor because you you bake it anyways and like that that temperature kills everything oh, so yeah, it's like it, you know that's it, it and it's, it's not like a, to your product yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. 
but they are those are delicious. They're very good. Yeah, yeah. I, good. I I think I bought I, the last time I had them would have been in an airport somewhere. Yeah. It's like that was the only like decent snack that they had. <laughs> yeah. So we'll roll right ahead into uh, into my next question, which is it's it's the next two are paired together. So uh, I want you to tell me about your worst bomb, and then your best kill. In stand up, just cool. like just just back to back, right? Like keep we'll feel like, shitty about the bomb and we'll laugh about it, and then we'll go to the kill, and I'll be amazed by you. I like uh, you're not already amazed by me. Just I, I am, I presence. am. I, I just, Look at I this just, yellow sweater, motherfucker. I know you, you wore me. six jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, no, I like this worst theme going because I can always remember my worsts, but I can never remember my best. This is um. But yeah, worst bomb actually, yo, office pub, dude, office mm. pub, alright, and every time I walk by the office pub, I see I that. never performed there. It's... It ended a while ago, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. you know what, it's actually a fantastic performing space, too, really? they got a cool-ass fucking, uh, it's upstairs, they got a cool-ass room where you perform, and then there's a part on the side where the comics can just hang out and shit like that, it's a great setup, but I ate such shit, alright, I, uh... Every time I walk by that place, too, I see that bay window, and I'm just like, oh, like, I shudder. Like, I know what happened in there. The energy still, like, floats around, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. But, um, it was bad. It was, like, I remember I was just having, like, a bad week, too, and, like, I remember I, like, I never smoked pot before performing, you know? I can't, yeah. I just can't. And that day, I don't know, I just... I was fucked at the time. I was just drinking all the time, and I was like, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna smoke weed, and I smoked weed, and I just felt weird and aw awkward and odd, and, like, funny thing is, is, like, I had a couple of good jokes at the time, but there's no way I could have said them in that state of being I was in in a way that would have been palatable to anyone, you know? It was yeah. just, out of my mouth, um... Max Sheldrick, shout out to him, awesome dude. He was the host that night, alright? So he witnessed this fucking, fucking bomb. I saw him last night. He fucking had a killer set. He's fucking so good, dude. He's so he's fun, so man. Goddamn. Yeah. He's got this one bit about these two dudes arguing on a bus that's like one of the funniest fucking anythings ever. His I, I love that, like, insights. the thing that amazed me about seeing him last night is he, he had this bit where he had to laugh, um, not, not on, like, the not just on like what he's saying but he get he he would he started at the beat of this bit he, he started a voice and then every time he went back to that voice it got a bigger and bigger laugh yeah. which was just amazing to see it was just no like it, it's just that yeah. that quick little no like the, just that the, that super he's, canadian no yeah. that it was just it like that and every time it came back, he would get a bigger laugh. And it's just like, like oh, he's man. One of those fucking dudes. alchemy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly, dude. He's one of those dudes that knows how to step into the matrix of comedy. You know yeah. You know how in, in Stranger Things, there's like our world and then the, the below world? You yeah, know? the upside down or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to step into the upside down and like take an idea from out of there and then make you laugh at it. And you're not even sure why you laughed at it. And you're laughing at it because he set that idea up to be funny like four ideas ago. Yeah. You know? Like that guy's a fucking hypnotist. Mm -hmm. And I I hate him because I love him. Yes. All right, because he's fucking good. But um. And also, here's the thing. Well, also, he's probably he, that he, good he, because he saw me bomb that hard and yeah. said, "I never want to bomb like that." So. Well, and he's 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 so much farther ahead than than I, I, I I'm not sure how long you've known, but like for me, he's way farther ahead than me. Or I always However, change the timeline. He is, like he the is so nice. Yes. Very like, nice. Yes. Yes. And, he has it. <laughs> and it's like well, you don't now. need to be this nice. Yeah. But you are, and I appreciate. Yes. it. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. You know what's weird about stand-up? It's like, 
common courtesy is like when you when you see it, you're just like, oh my god, because it's so common foreign. courtesy. It's so foreign. It's common right? courtesy. Oh, oh my god. god. I have a, I have a, like a four minute bit now just to, ranting about this one producer that wronged me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I I went in like I I I had a ton of rage and like you can't go anywhere right because you can't complain to anyone or whatever. Mm. So you just take the names out of it and you make it a bit like that's all you do because yeah. you you put the emotion into that and then when I deliver it the anger comes across but as as well as the the humor and it just makes me feel better about the situation. Yes. Right. Well, you know what? So much. So many of the interactions. I, I, they kind of, for me, harbor the same fucking uh, reaction that I would get when you write someone a long-winded message and then they send you back a thumbs up. You know, it's like that, but in real life, you're just like, Ugh! you know, or like holding the door for someone and they look right at you and push the handicap button. Yeah. Like, Ugh! Ugh! Dismantled. I'm like, am yeah. I not good enough? Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, um, I like when um, I do, I have a couple of, of I'd probably four or five bits at this point now where it's like I one of the parts of it is like I do I end up doing a character and I really commit to the character mm. right like I, I just I, I go into that and then I, I do the act out and I don't stop until the end of it right because mm. you, you, it's just you commit to it and there's nothing more humbling than when you do a two-minute act out in a British accent being ridiculous <laughs> and get because <laughs> oh, you get to the end because you kind of go tunnel vision as you're yeah. in it right and then you get to the end and just like you look at the audience and like oh they didn't enjoy that yeah, <laughs> yeah. the tunnel vision exactly the uh, fact that you're like well I'm this far into it so I have to commit yeah now. you can't and there's no yeah. way to disengage without finishing the thought yeah right like yeah. you have to you have to round out the narrative you have to like alright you gotta you know do what? my beginning middle and end there's <laughs> still a chance that you might get him just based on the fact alone that you've committed to this thing yeah you always get a, you always get a giggle like if you yeah. like if it if a bit like bombs and you address it well mm -hmm. then you'll still get a laugh well right? sometimes even before having to address it because it bombed you can still get it to go good by creating that tension from the from committing right from the commitment because yeah. sometimes even like it's all facial expression right a lot like of that language. and also too just timing dude because yeah. like we were saying earlier man this week i had a really good week because i slowed it the fuck down i listened to my recordings i slowed the fuck down and i had this one joke i've been doing and like i had a hard time first time i did it murdered had a hard time with it for a bit and then brought it back this week and fucking murdered with it because yeah. it's about like shooting up theaters and shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it's heavy shit. But the thing is, is that I was like, what if I just build the tension as much as I can? Like it's a fucking, like it's a, a fishing pole, you know what I mean? And you just keep cranking it and cranking it until the wire is as tight as it is. Yeah. And then you let go and it goes, you know what I mean? So I would build the tension and I even closed on it like a motherfucker. I would build the tension. And that was your first time doing it going well, right? Um, like first while? time I no so first time I did it went well yeah. second time I mean, went the, well the one, and then the, it started dying yeah, yeah, because yeah, I did yeah. it too fast yes. right so then this past week I closed on it every single set and it smashed okay mm -hmm. but I feel like the laughter was mostly due to the fact that the uncomfortable scenario was now diffused you know well, what I mean? you made all, it as uncomfortable as you could and then let go and they're relieved because of it and it's also it, it also could be in the mix that since you're doing it late in your set yeah it needs that, right? Because yeah. it's a very heavy topic, and if you don't have a rapport with the audience already, like it, like you never it, yeah, with it. Yeah, 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 and you you wanna I like 
I have bits like that, um, not school shootery, but um, me doing like, uh, like if anything's, I have a few bits that are super dirty, mm -hmm. but like it's not like I'm I'm talking vulgarly. Like the topic is dirty, right? Mm -hmm. And then I just be silly and like and playful in that mm -hmm. space, right? Mm -hmm. I I won't say come, I'll say arrive, right? Yeah. Like I'll just yeah. I, I, just silly little things like yeah. throughout it, right? But I I've tried that bit like where it it murders, yeah, and then I did it like as the second joke I did. Like I did my op my my quick like like twenty like second that. opener and then yeah. I went right into that. Doesn't work because you have like to that. you have to have that relationship on yeah. that, right? Yeah. And it and that's the the coolest thing is like I I've, I've I've in the past like probably a couple months I've done like like really long sets. Yeah. Like for me like I I've done like twenty five minute sets like a, a a few times, and those are fucking amazing. Yeah, right? yeah. Because you can you can stretch, you can relax, yes. you can take a beat, you can be quiet for a minute, right? Yeah. And then you can come back in, you can you can talk to the audience and be like, how are you guys doing? You guys still good? Right? And I did this at a at a at a, a mic in uh, in in uh, Oshawa where it's like it, it was like I, I went last and then there was like there's like six people in the mm -hmm. audience and then I was just like Hey, you guys cool if I just do some time and like we'll just chat about yeah, stuff and then, and yeah. like and then, the and then like I did like I did 15 minutes and then yeah. I was like yeah stuff some energy mm -hmm. stuff some energy and like, yeah and we kept going and then we just giggled our, our way through fuck and yeah, it, it, it's just it's nice when you get that space to like you know spread your wings <laughs> yes yeah well yeah. you know what dude another goddamn shout out because I'm kissing ass today yeah. motherfucker Angelica one of my favorite comics to fucking ever watch Angelica oh, man. she who is I saw so on a bus, good who I saw on a bus not in person just plastered on the side because she's got her workout show now shout out to Angelica's 22 yeah, minute workout workout yeah. um fucking uh she was one of my favorites to watch because uh, that I actually I she was the first that kind of gave me that sense where it's like interesting you'd watch her start out and it's a lot of like you know set a punchline one linery stuff and she works you to the point where now she can go into some bits that maybe aren't as fully fleshed out but are still fucking good but also they're not as one linery in the mm -hmm. sense that it's more of like a full rant a full kind of exploration of an idea and it works because she got you kind of hooked in with the one linery kind of stuff and now you're like dude i'm on board with your ideas yeah. you know what i mean whatever's happening in your head i'm cool with and she'll kind of just start ranting and like you said spread your fucking wings yeah. right and it's so much freer and fucking flowing and i'm like I, I she amazes she's me. got one about musicals that's so good I, I, I saw her, um, this was probably a month back or so now, uh, but I saw her, and it just so happened that our schedule synced up that I saw her at, like, five shows within the span of, like, six days, yeah. right? Like, I just saw her, like, and, and I saw her do her set, like, and, and, and the thing was, is, yeah, it's a good, good look at me, I do a lot of shows, come on, see me, um, is that uh, when I saw her do it, uh, she did this one bit where every time I, I saw her, um, I saw her the first three times. She did the bit, kind of different every time. Like timing was slightly different. Um, like maybe the like the the delivery was slightly different. And then like, but it was doing really really yeah, well. Yeah. Next three times I saw her, she was doing the same bit, but she had different punchlines. Yeah, yeah. And I was fucking amazed because like the thing was the other punchlines they were working, they were doing well. Mm -hmm. But she like she was like nah. And then she she came up with new stuff that was like better, and it was just like, oh my god! That's, those are, that I separates am. the good from the fucking. You know what? There are some dudes that definitely because that's that famine like mentality where you get like a laugh on something, and then you're just like, that's in the set for the next ten years, yeah. right? Like that that's that that Fuck like that where mentality. you don't think you don't yeah. think that there's an, another laugh in there, yeah. and that's why like some I I saw that and it, it inspired me where 
like I went back and I, I don't do it as much as I should, but I went back and looked at my old bits and like rewrote them, but not like looked at what, what I wrote the first time, just looked at like the, like the name of the premise, right? And then just rewrote them as like they appeared in my head. Mm -hmm. And then you, you compare it to what you had before. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, those are two better punchlines yes. that you just came up with in yes. your head, right? Just because you put the time in. Yeah. And, yeah. And, but it's, well, it's, it's also it's vulnerable. you keep exercising that fucking muscle, right? Yeah. And it's, dude, there's some people out there who have like a good five or ten minutes, blah, 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 but they don't ever switch shit up, right? Like, it's always kind of the same thing. You can recite it at this point. And it's not like it's bad, because if I'm the, if I saw that for the first time, I'd be like, wow, that's really cool. But then, like you said, when you see those ones, though, where you'll see them like five times that fucking week, and you've seen how they've like switched things up, you get a better sense of like, oh shit, so this is how you make it good. Because in the future, if she's gonna do a book show and there's more time to fill, now she's got all these fucking punchlines that could even be used as tags for that yeah. one joke, right? Go full Ralphie May. Fucking Twelve insane. on top of each yeah. other, right? And yeah. she's trying them individually at a mic because at least this is the way I see it when I do that, which I've only gotten onto recently is writing alternate punchlines, you know? But fucking, um... Fucking, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, God. Uh, writing alternate punchlines, taglines, longer sets, <laughs> playing around in them, going, oh, going yeah. to mics, uh, doing alternate punchlines. You just got into it recently, comparing it to Angelica. Oh, I don't even know. I was about to go somewhere with the point, but I totally All right, it'll come back. It'll come back. I'll, I'll prompt you later. Uh, best kill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't even finish the story. My worst bomb, dude. Worst bomb, uh, yeah. Let me tell you what happened here. Let me tell you what happened here. Fucking, uh... So I, re I recorded it with my phone, dude, and it was yeah. so fucking bad. And I left the... F the phone where I left it to record was right by the stage. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking... I was like, that was so bad. I it was so bad, comics were, like, giving me their condolences. You know? <laughs> they were like, I'm so sorry. This, da, da, da. And I'm like, fuck off, everyone. So then I went home, and I'm like, I'm doing drugs till I fall asleep. And then I go to check my phone, and my phone is not there and i'm like oh my god i left my phone at the office pub and it was like right by the fucking front of the stage so i had to go back there not only show my face there but show my face in front of the audience again and grab my phone first i had to wait till the set was done because i didn't want to go up in the middle of the set and just ruin more yeah. things you yeah. know so i had to wait till they were done wait till host goes up wander through and grab oh, it i know and where this is going i'm starting to home. sweat already oh it's horrible and then i was about to listen to the recording and i was like no Okay. You know? oh, no, I don't want to know what they said about yeah, me. It's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like you would listen back and like every other comic just ripped you apart for like te their whole sets. I'm better off not doing Oh, it. man. Yeah. I'm yeah. alive today because I didn't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's fun. You, you know, but that's the correct response to a bomb. Um, have you ever seen these people where they go up and uh, I'll tell you names off, Mike, and we'll, we'll commiserate about it but I'm not going to put them on blast because uh, maybe they'll get better. Uh, where they, 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 they bomb, but they think they did well. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like where you're like, like they, they bomb. Like they, it was uncomfortable for you to watch. Like you were sweating watching them. And then you go, I was like, that was our, that was a good set, man. Like you just say it to me nice. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I worked out some new tags. Like, I feel like it's really popping now. It's like, 
Oh, you're unaware. Yo, Nick, how long have you been doing comedy again? <laughs> a year. A year? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, you, you'll get to the point soon where you stop saying good set to people afterwards. Yeah. It took me about a year and a bit to realize. I was like, all right, I don't really like when people say it to me when I do bad either. You know, although it comes from a good place and, yeah. I, and, and I love it. Well, I wouldn't say, I, I, I don't think I say good set. It's like, yeah. it's like, uh, I, 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 think I, do, I think I might do, like, I, I might go like a good job yeah, or yeah. like, or like a good effort yeah. or whatever. It's like, or, or sometimes I won't say anything. I'll just give him a handshake. I'll, I'll give him a nod. Yeah, right? like, like props. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, just like, like he, together, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the trenches type yeah. of thing. It's like, and those are the like you need those when you're when the the sets like are rough. But you all you need those so much. Like, um, I just did a show this past week up in Muskoka where like the audience is not is terrible mm -hmm. right and then each of you are going up and it's kind of like a firing line yeah right yeah. or you're all, all going up just to get shot by this like I by like this those. angry mob right <laughs> yeah those are when you need your teammates because mm -hmm. then you can come off and be like oh commiserate oh dude. yeah yeah oh, okay and then like and then you look at them it's like was it me it's like no it yeah. wasn't you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you need we that all just finished saving private ryan yeah dude's missing arms and shit just sitting around and we're like well fuck yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then and then you just uh that you just start to gossip and make fun of other people and make exactly. yourself feel make better yourself like feel that's better. what you do yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh man. all right so best kill <laughs> Um, actually, it's hard to say because I had a really, really, really good set this Tuesday. So that's your I that's your best one. I don't really know nope. because I always considered before that. If we're doing well, if be... we're doing well, our most recent great show yeah. is our best one. Yeah, because you know what, I was thinking before maybe this one like just about a less than a year ago at Salty Dog, but I think Tuesday topped it. Where I'm not even sure. Well, I guess I do have one thing to say about it, because it was kind of freaky, man, because so, <laughs> it was at Social Capital, and before I went up, I was out, you know how there's, like, the third floor, and yeah. there's, like, a door in a hallway? There's, like, comics talking in there, and we're out there talking. For, for those of you who haven't been there, Social Capital Theater, it's not, it's it's called a theater, but it's not really theater, it's, like, a bar you walk into, yeah. and then it has two levels above it, and then the second floor has this, like, I don't know, 80, 100-person room, and then the floor above it has a maybe 60-person room, and they have shows at both of them. And uh, I, I've been there when it's great. I've been there when it's awful. Nick, so. why do you, you got to make my life sound not as awesome as I just <laughs> I just told them I perform for a It's theater. context. <laughs> Actually, so just for the folks at home, it's a dive bar. People die there. Yeah. Oh. Fucking, um... <laughs> You're right. I'm a shitty person. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fucking, um... Yeah, yeah. Oh, Your yes. dreams are invalid. <laughs> God damn it. You know. Um, what was it? Oh yeah, so, oh, so we're out in the hallway talking, and, uh, this fucking wasted little fucking white bitty comes out into the hallway, and she's like, I can't find my jewel, does anybody know where my jewel is? And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, even if I had your jewel, I wouldn't give it back to you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... It's on your ring. Right? Yeah, just hanging there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just can't find it, and we're like, whatever, you know, night goes on. I'm about to go up, and, uh, host is up, just, you know, doing the intro and shit, and then she storms the stage. She's like, sorry, I have an announcement. I'm looking for my jewel. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, I don't know if you've had that before, where while your intro's going, something goes haywire. Like, you have a few things planned, and now that shit has gone haywire, you're like, well, I can't just say that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and people are thinking about a different thing now, man. So you've been introduced by Matt Duffy, too. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, last show I did with him, he what I he did like a, a heavy dark pedophile joke oh that none of the audience was on board with, 
and his co-host like piled on and it just got worse and the whole room got tense <laughs> and then and then they were like and Nicholas Fernandez like and Nick Fernandez and then I came up and I was like I was like well that was um all right like <laughs> You spend a minute and a half just right. doing damage control. Like, <laughs> like, it's honestly, it's like, now I know what it's like to be accused of me too. You yeah. know, like, it feels like accusations just came out and I still don't know people know. Yeah. You know? Like, what's the matter, everyone? What's the matter, fellas? Right. Yeah. But, um, and you're like, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't create this situation, but we're all going to deal with it together. Right. <laughs> It's like, all right, let's just, yeah, let's get through So she storms the stage screaming about her jewel. Oh, yeah, screaming about her jewel. And then it turns out the there was, like, a producer in the back with a mic who was like, I, I have your jewel. And then she's like, oh, you know. And then she tries to get back up on the stage, and the host is like, no, 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 no. You know, get the fuck out of here. So then she goes out, and I go up, and I do a set, and it's going so fucking well, so goddamn well, okay? And then I'm about to close on that fucking shoot-up <laughs> theater one, which I knew was going to be a risk, because you know when you're watching the comments before you, and yeah. you notice the line is very short in a particular room, you know? Yes. But for some reason, it motivates you a little more to say some fucked-up shit, because you kind of want to just, and like, social capital is a little bit more of a, a PC-ish room, I, I think, in my experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, like, a lot of the other... Uh, a lot of the other comics there might not be on board with what you're it's about to say. Room, yeah, dude, it's yeah. an improv room, It's very right? inclusive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love that I, I, I made the word inclusive sound like a slur. Right, right. But that's the thing. You know what? It's not. It's not inclusive because you won't include my ideas in your fucking little brains, you bastards. But, no, um... and, and, and the thing is, like, I, I... I'm like, I'm trying to be a nice guy. I try to go along with, like, oh, these are rules. I'll play within them. Yeah, whatever. This yeah. is the new sandbox. Whatever. But at the same time, it's like, if you're if you're if you're alienating people just on what they're saying, but you're not taking in their intent, yes, it's like your intent is not to shoot up a, a movie theater. It's like people have done this. Let's let, here's something silly well, also, about too, that. The joke is basically based on a discrepancy between what is said and what is meant. Basically, yes. like that's the whole point of it, right? Is getting a ticket price messed up with my intention? It's all just yes. yeah. Explaining it makes a sense of them. No, but, but like, it, but know? that's that's what it is. It's it's. Yeah. It's my. It's basically my fundamental misunderstanding of a concept that's supposed to make it kind of funny. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And and it's it's kind of the same thing as when you see a comic call his wife like a bitch or whatever or like or like complain about her. It's like, no, you understand that he loves her, right? Like they're still married. They he enjoys her, right? However, in this space, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk trash about her because it's fun. And I am speaking to the emotions that a lot of the husbands in here are feeling, but well, can't give voice to. It's like we were saying in the beginning, right, with the exaggerated version of oneself that you'd see on stage, where you also exaggerate that emotion. In a way, you reduce that emotion like fucking vinegar. You, yes. you know what I mean? Down to yes. its purest form. And I don't want to have to think, well, he kind of likes his wife, but sometimes he's mad at her, but sometimes he's, you know what I mean? Because yes. at the end of the day, this guy talking is playing to the top of the intelligence in the room in the sense that I know he doesn't hate his wife, right. but it just, it's one less thing to think about by de by taking the complexities out of that relationship and just saying, this is the basic idea, I'm angry at my wife, here's why. Yeah, right? I, I can't remember who it. said this quote, but it, it, it sort of like boils down, like stand-up, it's like, all stand-up is, is sweeping generalizations and then a justification, right? Yes. It's a sweeping generalizations and a justification, yes. right? 
And then th that's all it is. And the challenge is we make sweeping generalizations, and then we have to take the audience with us along our train of thought. And rationalize to justify that it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and then it's like, at the end, <laughs> if you get the big laugh, you get the applause, that means they agree with you, yes. right? Even even if it's like something that they don't agree with, mm -hmm. they agree with you at that moment because they understand your intent. Yeah. And and that's the, that's what the beauty of this. And like that's why I love this. Like you ask why like I have this like complicated math degree. Like I should have like a different job. I, I'm trying to do that. Get get one of those right now. However, I love this because it's so hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's the, the challenge. It's the first thing I've done in my life where it hasn't come easy. Yes. And where like I every time I do it, it's like I don't know where this is gonna go. Yeah. And I love that I moment. Love it's it. like like and every time you get on stage in in those lights with people that are looking at you, it's a new chance to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's incredible. Mm -hmm. And like getting that immediate uh, like feedback where like you walk into a show, you're not in a good mood, but something makes you giggle, you scribble it down, you go up, you open with it, and it kills. Mm -hmm. Oh! Isn't that insane? And it's, oh. it's the immediacy oh. of the result too, right? Yeah. Is that I just had this crazy fucking thought, but not only that, but now I got to tell it to people and they fucking appreciated it, you know? Yeah. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, <laughs> you know? oh, of course. But it's still cool just blah, that that's shit. That's it, that's it, know? that's it's, it. Like, uh, it's, it's still just, the challenge. We're, we're throwing spaghetti noodles. The challenge, we're throwing yeah. spaghetti noodles, hoping yeah. they stick. That's fucking, all it is, right? Fucking right. You, 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 it might not be done yet, but like that same noodle, you throw it back in the water, you let it sit a bit. Ah, now it sticks, right? Like, like, like Italian you, you, that's it. Analogy yeah, there, right? yeah. <laughs> well, I use it in one of my bits right now about uh, about like about dating apps and how like they're just like somehow I try and make myself feel better by swiping on three different dating apps for forty five minutes. <laughs> just ends up making you feel worse, but it's like it's, all you're doing is throwing spaghetti noodles. You're right? just like, please swipe, you're swipe, please octopus, raise dude. my <laughs> self esteem, please. Like <laughs> that's all it is. Like you're just you're hoping something happens that makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah I can't do. Yeah, anymore. that swipey fucking. Yeah, I got so addicted to it a month ago. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh, it. you go through cycles of it, right? Oh, Every time I feel really shitty or I'm lonely or like I'm I'm in a really like I'm not a depressed person, like I don't get depressed, but when you have a you're in a funk, you have a sad day where you just like you're stressed, you feel it in your shoulders, all of that. That's what you do, like, cause it it takes you out of your head for a second, and then you uh, you know because of the way I look, I don't translate to two D well. I don't get a lot of matches, right? So like, at, at the end of it, you just end up feeling worse. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, I was gonna say, yeah, it. it always makes it way worse. It's like, well, I'm already feeling like shit, so I might as well just feel all of it. Yeah, <laughs> just yes. get all the feeling out. It's like a diarrhea. And, of and emotion, the thing is, you know? just at the moment, at the moment, the day when you're about to delete them. You get a match. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, like, or you forgot to like end your subscription and it just renewed. It's like, well, I'm getting my nineteen dollars worth this month. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. So you you kind of touched on this before. But we're gonna. Uh, um, so I I kind of think what I know what your answer is, but um, say you uh, going morbid again. Say you died tomorrow. All right. If you look you could look back at your life, what's one thing you could say that you did? Uh, what, like, or, or a few things that you could say you did that left the world a better place. So, like, as a result of you being here, you left it a better place. The reason I said you, like, you touched on that before, you, the stuff you did with the, with the, those so kids programs and, like, the... me hating myself? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, world better place, um... It, it doesn't have to be big, like, uh, I had Ali Bags on, and hers was just her relationship with her sister. She thinks that she, she thought that she, uh, 
her being in her sister's life and just having that relationship and, and, and being there for her throughout her life, she was that positive like source of light in her sister's life mm. and that, that, that left the world a better place, right? So it doesn't have to be huge sweepy things, it could be small things. It's just like, you know, when we start with like, tell me about the worst time in your life, let's, yeah. let's, let's try and find well, silver linings. I'm there. not sure how I left the world a better place, but I know I made someone's world a good place while that's, they were That's all it. we want. That's you all know, we want. It sounds really dumb, but I like, I really like rats, dude. And I had these, I had a couple of rats and I don't like to call them my pet rats because they were just too smart. You know, where they yeah. didn't even feel like pets. It felt like roommates. I was just coming home to roommates. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, hey, what's going on, fellas? And they would just run up to you and crawl up you and shit. And uh, uh, one of them got sick. And while he was sick, I remember I was taking care of him, giving him his medicine and shit. And then, like, it seemed like he kind of acknowledged that I was trying to take care of him because he started, like, nuzzling, you know what I mean, into yeah. my arm and stuff and getting all, like, more comfy than usual. And he was just kind of like, and I could tell his brother was kind of worried about him, and he was also kind of getting up close, because it seemed like he could tell I was trying to take care of them, and I feel like that was probably the one moment in my life when I felt like I'd probably made a difference in someone else's perception, you know what I mean? I was That's like, amazing. it seems like I, I'm actually giving them a good life, and it helped me deal when that one guy passed away, because I was like, at least he got to live, like, from what I saw, a pretty happy fucking life, you know, yeah. dude, I would take him to the park and shit, and I was with them, like, all the time, like, the only reason I don't have rats now is because, A, I still, they're not the same as my dudes that I had, you know yeah. what I mean, I still have to get over them, yeah. and B, I'm just, I'm not home enough, right, like, yeah. they require so much fucking attention, but I think... That was the one time when I saw, like, seems like I made a difference in this thing. And like I said, it sounds so dumb. No, it's not. Rat, it's not dumb. But it's, those it's, are my it's, dudes. Like, that, that's the, the thing that I could speak to, uh, like, on a human side. Or, like, or even on, like, my family's dog. Like, she's, she's, she's uh, in the process of dying right now. She's going blind. She's, uh, she's got a severe arthritis. Uh, she's, she's going deaf, too. And so, like, we're, we're in that space. Like, when do we pull the plug? Uh, like, and when is her quality of life? worse enough that like her, uh, us keeping her around yeah. is just selfish for us right yeah, yeah. and so but like the little things you get to do for the people around you right like and and those connections you get to form right um like my grandfather he's he's we just moved him into a nursing home because he's not doing well and he's on his his last you know x number of months or or like you know all of that stuff and that's rough but like you get to spend time with them, you get to spend time with these people, and you get to just be with them. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not doing anything. You're just mm -hmm. being there. You're just, you're just being, being there. It's presence, it's existence, it's, it's, so it's a boring. zen moment. Yeah. And, and and the thing that like drives me crazy uh, about that situation is when I'm hanging out with my grandfather, and then other family members um, have started to treat him differently. Like, he, he's got dementia, he's, he, he doesn't really understand that well anymore, you have to talk slowly, you have, yeah, to, you have to, like, make sure he understands what you're talking about, right? Because he has trouble following trains of thought and things like that. But other family members have started to go into, like, baby talk with him. It's like, hi, how are you today? And then that just makes me want to, like, 
have a murderous rage. Yeah. Because I go up to him, I'm like, hey, Grandpa, how's it going? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, like you, how, you, how you feeling today? How are you feeling today? Well, you know what the funny yeah, thing yeah, is? Breakfast. The funny thing with the baby talk is, is like, you shouldn't even talk to kids like they're kids. No. You know what I mean? If you want a kid to fucking, like, for, in my experience, if you want a kid to, like, fucking respect you, or, you know what I mean, at least, like, yeah. hear you out, you talk to him like an adult. You go, like, yeah. hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. You know, you don't even talk to kids like And that's kids. it. And then, like, like I'm when I hang out with them, I make fun of them. Right, like, yeah. like I, I treat him like a, like a regular dude. Like I make jokes. I, I, I just try and like I try and treat him the same way. Yeah, like the crazy la- last time I talked to him, I was like, hey, the next time I come, we're, I'm, I'm gonna bring like a six pack of beer. Yeah. We go habsies. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like fuck yeah, dude. Yo, fucking. Uh, this guy's dying. We're gonna get lit. My, like, <laughs> my brother does the same fucking thing with my 95 year old grandfather, except the dude doesn't even have dementia. All right, his uh, mind is totally there. So he's like, why the. F- Fuck, are you talking to me like this right now, yeah. you know? Which I also think is the scariest thing, too, though. Like, uh, being trapped in your own body. Uh, you know, and have your mind fully cognizant that you're like, well, I am goo. Well, the, the, the dementia part is scary because they'll have lucid moments. And then, like, I, I, I feel like it's almost like you're you're drowning in your own in- intellect, right? Because, like... You, you you you're observing things right and then you, you kind of peek up to the surface you get to like i know what's going on and then like as you feel like it it come away again like that's just gotta be because i i'm a like i i've said this before on the podcast but like i'm a control freak like that's that kind of my thing like i like to be in control of situations i like to if we're doing something i'll be like this is what we're doing we're going to go over here at this time meet there like and, and i'll plan things yeah. and like i like to be like that's when i feel most comfortable is like i know how how everything's gonna go yeah, and like that makes gotta handle that's why I like stand up cause like if, if we're doing it well yeah. what we're doing when we're on stage we're talking we're controlling the audience yeah. I'm in control of what I'm saying I'm in control of the timing I'm saying yeah. it at and if I'm doing it well you're gonna I'm gonna can be controlling your body isn't it crazy right? yeah dude I've gotten I'm gonna say room. sounds out of my mouth that make your bodies do something you don't mean it's to insane. do it's insane and they don't even think about it once you have them in lock I remember getting an entire room I remember being like look at the TV now look at me everyone on it's dead you know I just blurted some shit you know and they all looked at the TV and they all looked back at me and then laughed you yeah. know and I'm just like randomly blurting a thing yeah. simply because I had done well prior to that you know what I mean leading up That's to nice. it it's fucked. It's seriously fucked. Yeah. All right, so we're we're coming up to the end here. So uh, my last question that I always end with is, uh, I just want you to tell me about your best day. Mm-hmm. So we we started with the worst day. We're gonna end with best day. So what I mean by best day is like you know, you know you have a movie that you love and that every it, you you always want to go back and rewatch it. And every time you go back and rewatch it, you get new details yeah. and like you appreciate new things about it. Yeah. I just want to hear about a day in your life that you'd love to be able to relive like that. Just be able to like you can't do anything differently, but you just get to re-experience it and like you have the knowledge that it happened before, but you can't change anything. You just get to take in new details and things like that. Mm. <laughs> it's a complicated one. That's yeah. A um, you want, I'll, I'll, they'll have heard it before, but I'll, I'll give a quick uh, paraphrased version of mine to give you a chance to think about yours. Uh, so for mine, it was my 19th birthday, uh, birthday party, and uh, I, I, my birthday is in December, but it, it happens to fall during like when university exams are. So we had to have my party after Christmas. So it was December 27th, and then we also used that party as a like a, a family visit for all of our extended family. So there was probably like 45 people there. 
uh, at our house, and we had, like, we, and then, it wasn't, like, a good day all the way through, but, like, the morning I was getting yelled at by my mom, because we had to clean up, and, like, everyone gets stressed when we have people coming over and all that stuff, and, like, all of the prep, like, spending hours cooking, like, and getting tired, like, being tired doing that, but then people come over, we have the appetizers, we have our dinner, we have drinks, like, we had scotch tasting, we, we did, like, grappa shots, it was amazing, we went in the hot tub, um, we, we played poker with like all of my friends I ended up winning that game winning like a few hundred dollars like, and it was amazing and like everyone I ca like that I, that I was really close to was there in the same room like when we were like we were singing happy birthday to me with like candles like and I, I'm, I'm like a narcissist but like I, I, I don't like when people sing at me so like I spent that moment just like looking around at all these people that like are here just dude, just for ones. connections yeah, right like, yeah. and, and that's it was an amazing experience like I was holding my little cousin yeah, like, 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 and, and he blew up my candles for me and it was, yeah. it was amazing. And my girlfriend at the time was there and it was just, it was like having that amount, amount of love and connection around you. Like I would love to, like, I would pay any amount of money just to be able to get back there. Yeah. Right? yeah and like, yeah. that's why I never, I never feel any sort of uh, regret or, uh, I guess, uh, any, any negative emotions about like spending money on spending time with people. Yeah. Like if we want to go to the movies, like even if I, like I'm unemployed right now, Let's go to the movies. Like, let's yeah. do it. Let's let's do something fun. Let's go out for dinner. Like, I, I won't spend money on myself, but I will spend money on experiences with people that I yeah, love. Man. Right? Fuck yeah. And so the, that's the the day that I would love to go back sometimes to. Sometimes you don't even need money. You know, sometimes all you need is like a lighter, a piece of paper, and a couch, and you just set some shit on fire. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's it. Free entertainment. Yeah, it's just it's 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 <laughs> it's it's uh, it's connection. It's company. It's just spending time with the mm -hmm. people that you matter to you, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what that's what I, I'm realizing. Like even in the stand-up world, like I need to be more. Uh, uh, intentional about who I spend time with because I need to have more positivity around me. Yes. I need to have like a different type of vibe around me. So now I'm like, I'm trying to like almost curate the people that I hang out with. Like, so it's getting to the point like where I, if I get a spot on a show, I'll be like, Hey, can I get, can you like set aside a spot so I can bring a buddy? Yeah. 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 And then like, and then I, I see like, what type of energy do I need this week to be able to have fun at this show? Mm-hmm. Bring him. Let's, yeah, let's go. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's, it's, at the end of the day, on one hand, yeah, you're kind of working with comedy, but you also want to make that work fun. Because at the end of the day, you have to be in a fun That's why we do this, because we want to be able to do this, because so it's the best friend. job ever. It's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if we could take it to, like, the level where we're sustained or something, so it's not a real job. It's yeah. the best job. No, it is, yeah. <laughs> what, I get paid to think of funny shit and then do it at night for an hour? Right. What? Wait, you just gave me $60 to talk about poop for 10 minutes? Yes. Like, alright. <laughs> I guess. Oh my god. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess the best day, at least in my recent memory, would be, uh, man, my first night in New York. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I remember I was just, like, really anxious and shit, and I was all like, oh my god, this is kind of freaky, but ba da ba da and I was like, I can't believe, like, I'm all alone in this big city, and I'm really worried because I got this money, and I don't want to get robbed, and then I used that same thought, and then I rephrased it, I was like, wait a minute, I'm all alone in the biggest, coolest city, and I've got all this money that I've saved up, I was like, this week is going to be dope, yeah. and that was, like, the beginning of the dopest fucking week ever, where that I was, just, I loved uh, what you just said, because, like, that's all it is, right? All of life is just, this is the situation, just shift your perspective, right? Yeah. Like, like um, you know, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do today, 
Or it's like, I don't know what I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah, man. Like, that's, and that's, that's all exciting it is, right? and fresh. Yeah, yeah it, man. It, it's the same words. You just yes. you just slightly shift the emotion that you have behind it. And that's like... Full circle, dog. Full circle. Delivery. It. Yeah. Delivery. This yeah. bitch just came full circle. It's all about that delivery of that thought, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. God. Like, I, I, I had that experience in New York, too. Uh, uh, like, humble brag or, like... Full on break. I got flown out uh, when I was in, u- in university to, to interview for a co-op position at Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. Oh! Yeah, yeah, they flew me out there, and then uh, it just so happened, like, uh, on my flight out there, it, my, the, the first flight I was booked on got canceled, and the second one I got booked on got canceled, and the third one they finally got me on, the only seat left was business class. So I got to fly on business class to, to, to New York, and then I had, like, six hours to wait until my flight. So I spent six hours at the first class lounge just dr- drinking Johnny Walker Black Mother and Mother. watching Altered Carbon on Netflix. Mother. And the whole time I was like, I was doing research for my interview, but the whole time I was just like, my life right now. Right? Like, like, but the thing is, I could have been pissed that like I, I, my flight got delayed and stuff, which I was kind of because I had planned like I would get in earlier and then I'd have the night to go explore New York City. Yeah, yeah. However, by the time I got to my hotel, it was 11.15 and I had to be up at like 7 a.m. for my interview in the next morning. Mm-hmm. So I had basically had time to get dinner and then that was it. Yeah. Right? So I could have been pissed about that. But what I did was just like, this is amazing. I'm sitting in the first class lounge drinking free scotch and watching a dope show on Netflix while I get to people watch all these people. Also, too, dog, even, like, reframing the scenario in that way was probably helpful in the long term in the sense that you still have that interview regardless of what happens. Yes. So you're, are you going to go into it all pissy because things didn't go exactly as planned? Or are you going to calm yourself down, just understand that sometimes shit doesn't always go as planned, but... Johnny Walker Black wasn't planned either, motherfucker, right? And the thing is, like, I didn't get the job, but the next day after I finished the interview, right, it was, like, three hours or whatever, and then I, I, I had, like, a, like, two hours to kill before I had to head to the airport. So what I did was, like, I brought my suitcase with me, I left it at, like, a, a hotel near there, and I just asked them to watch it for me. Yeah. And then I walked around, I got a slice of pizza walked around eating that slice of pizza just walking around and then I, I as I was eating that slice of pizza I got to 30 Rock and I was waiting around there and then I went into Magnolia Bakery <laughs> and got myself a brownie and then I w- walked to Central Park and walked around Central Park people Fuck watching yeah. eat a, eating a brownie yeah. by myself Fuck beautiful yeah. day wearing a suit eating my brownie and then I, I went 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 to to the airport and got on a plane. You know what? I'm glad you didn't get that job because I don't know if we would be speaking here right no. now. No, yeah, you're right. Moment. You're right. Yeah, right. It, like it, it's all we would butterfly effect. Like it would just would get us. Like, we would cross paths when I would be like, "Yo, spare change, please." <laughs> get the hell out of here, you bum! Oh, you know, American psycho. I I, I love I, I I think that no matter what happened, I would have found stand up eventually. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy I found him when I did because like. I'm I'm 22, and I've been doing it for a year. Like it, it's it, I'm I'm so I'm so young, and I I'm so thankful about that because yeah. I like just me thinking about the possibility of how good I'll be in five years. Yeah, yeah, dude, isn't that the greatest feeling, yo? Mm. Uh, yeah, you said I've been doing it for a year, right? Yeah. Listen to your recordings from last year. I did. I did the other day, and it was cringy, it was eh? cringy. You know what? You know what the thing was? I I. My timing was dog shit. Yeah, yeah. The material was fine. Yeah. But I I still like when I listen back, I had that that seed of the confidence that would end up being what yes. I am on stage today. Like I could see it's like, no, there's something there. Like e- even like objectively looking back, it's like 
I can see why I got laughs. It's like I can see why I got, got laughs because I I did deserve them. I didn't deserve the level of laughs that sometimes that I was getting. But yeah. I was doing what I needed there to do. There was inklings of what would become. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. cool to see those little like pin those little like pinholes. You know what I mean? It's like there's like like a fucking and curtain be, over you. It would and be maybe you, like twenty seconds where it's yeah. like you did that perfectly. Like yeah, you did yeah. that those twenty seconds yeah. were really well done. You waited just the right amount of time to say the punchline and get the big laugh. Like you built let that tension build. For those 20 seconds, you were a Netflix special worthy. Right? Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. Like, just no, a little thing. And then, like, you know, the hope one day you could take that 20 seconds to an hour. And it's back to, like, saying earlier, right, the challenge of it all and exactly why it's just so fucking addictive, right? When mm. when when you see that old shitty... Can you imagine uh, not doing this for, like, two weeks? I know. I hate it. I hate it. Back in May, I actually, I stopped. Shit got fucking weird for me in May. And honestly, now, now, when things get kind of weird and my brain's like, I gotta quit. All I do is remember how shitty I felt when I wasn't doing it. You know, it's like when I'm doing stand-up, I hate stand-up. But when I'm not doing stand-up, I hate everything else. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And And here's the thing. It's like, uh, like yesterday I was feeling like shitty terrible moon like the whole day and like i had the, i I'm, I'm stressed and i I'm, my body was doing that parasympathetic uh, nervous response like my shoulders were getting tight and you know your shoulders keep just keep getting tighter mm. and higher because you're like projecting your jugular yeah right like yeah. and i was having that and like the whole day so like i would have to keep like just like all right just calm down it's yeah. like I'm, no you're not you, like you, I, my body was getting ready to fight for its life and it was like no just calm down it's like this this is not real but then you have to talk yourself through that, and then it kind of puts you in a funk, and like you end up just watching Netflix instead of doing stuff that would make you feel better. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I didn't even want to do the show last night. I forced myself to go out there. Good. I got to the show. I was sitting there. I was like, I don't even feel funny today. Mm-hmm. I don't feel funny, mm-hmm. and I don't know how I'm gonna get on stage. And I'm gonna feel funny, mm-hmm. right? The funny thing is, sometimes those are the best shows. And then, and then, but here's the thing: got like, the I was ten minutes out from like I was halfway through my walk. I thought of a little funny thing in my head, and I wrote it out. And it was, and then I went on stage, and it worked, and I felt better. Fuck I felt yeah. better Doesn't afterwards. That like, and like, and then That's I, a fuck and then are. the thing is, like, <laughs> I I walked home afterwards, and like, normally there's a lot of chatter in my brain. Yeah. You have a good set, the chatter goes away. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just it calms everything down. It like, does. You're able to actually appreciate what's happening rather than like thinking about other things. Stuck on the van. Oh yeah. man! And when you just you, it brings you back to center, and then like. Uh, like I did, I did pretty well last night. So I think I'll be good today. And then I gotta re-up. Like I'll be good until like I have another show tonight. So like I think I, I'll need tonight to get through the next day. Plug that show. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going out. To, actually, uh, well they they won't hear it, but it's like I'm going out to Hamilton for a uh, for an apartment show that's getting streamed live on Twitch. Oh, you motherfucker! Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. He, here's the thing. It's like. I'm in a prestigious show. I'm doing in a guy's apartment who's been locked in a cage for 16 days in his house. I'll show you his Instagram. He's actually in a cage. It's nuts. For like 30 days, like straight or something like that. Uh, I've only met him the once, and he seems like an interesting dude. So oh, man, I bet <laughs> we'll definitely see how this goes. Definitely but... being in Vietnam in a cage yeah. for three years. But when you that. get like one of those like sets of your life where you kill, and it's like you're good for a week. Yeah. It doesn't matter how any other set goes. Oh. Doesn't matter what happens. Like I wish just... it was a week, man. For me, it's like five minutes. Oh. I'm right back to. I'm right back to that guy smoking in the parking lot. Again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fucking all I am. But I gotta cut this one short now. Yeah. No. No. We got I'm through a... everything. And thank you so much for doing this. Dude, and I really appreciate it. And hey, thank you. I appreciate the 100%. fuck out of it. This, eh? this was a really fun one, and uh, I, I I'm sure the audience will enjoy it as well.
Thank you so much. All right, that concludes episode nine or ten. I don't know. I'll plug it in the, in the, the number in the top. See Ciao. That was fun. That was a good time, that man. Good that was a good one. Yeah, man. All right, I'll walk you out here. Let me just get the GoPro. Fucking Yo, how did you get on this apartment show? And how could I go about? Um, I'll get you on the next one. Oh my god, yes, yeah, please. Yeah. please. Yeah, the guy that organized it isn't like really a, a stand-up. Like he's done. He did like one second city class, and like that's all he done. Awesome. All he did. But yeah, um, yeah, I got uh, I got Sam Tetsos on this one. So uh, like, I'll get you. Uh,